I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm Bajaya, and I play Mirka, the Yeti Fighter. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, y'all. Pat here. Want to pop by and remind you, I'm the best. Also, I play Ezra, mainly the best. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Rap Grog House Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle. And, uh, you know, I apologize. I, I am feeling a little under the weather. I've been a little stuffed up the last couple of days. And, you know, I, I am nothing if not the consummate professional, though. So here I am, of course, to tell my stories. Um, because, I mean, I wouldn't want you to go anywhere else for stories. That's that's for darn sure. Um, not, not to sound you know, desperate or anything, but, you know, it, it's the strangest thing, you know. I, I would say that, you know, I'll, I'll be feeling good about myself. Nine out of ten uh, patrons that I run into in the streets will be like, hey, Jasper, grade A stuff this week. Boy, howdy, you had me. You had me on the edge of my seat, and I paid for the whole thing. But, I, you know, it's a, a highway robbery that I paid for the entire seat because I was on the edge the whole time. You could have fit three people on my seat. We all would have used different edges. Um, you know, some variants of that, of course. But then there's that one person. There's always that one person who says something to the effect of, you know, I, I, I like you better, of course, than, than that other bar that was trying to run through town. But, you know, at least he had some stories to tell about different people. You know, I, I love Mort and Ezra and Lola and Mirka. But, you know, when am I going to get some new blood up in here? And it's OK, you know. I am nothing if not uh, responsive to my audience's whims. So, and so you know, hey, perfect timing for that because this is actually uh, a moment in the story where introducing uh, a couple of ancillary uh, characters might make a little bit of sense. You know, because um, as as we all know, recently uh, the story was set in Prince Amethyst's camp. You know, the uh, the brute force had had extracted the information they needed from the dastardly vizier. You know, he wasn't dastardly at the time. He was actually kind of a nice guy. Uh, but th- th- there were things that may or may not have happened in a blood tint that may have turned him somewhat dastardly into the future. You know, but anyway, they figured out that he was going to be at the uh, Temple of the Oaken Spire. As they prepared to plan for their attack, little did Mort know he had a debt that was soon to be repaid. Holland, you are in a uh, a troubled time for your people. So, Carly, why don't you describe Holland to us, and uh, then we'll talk a little bit about why she is so distraught these days. Sure thing. So, um, Holland has uh, yellow eyes and um, kind of like a grayish, leathery-looking skin, but possibly the, I mean, probably the most... Um, obvious feature that that you would notice is that she's actually got the torso of a hammerhead shark. And she's got the two eyes on the side of her head, um, little ho- little mouth full of razor sharp teeth. Uh, she doesn't have fins. She's she does have hands. And so she is part, you know, humanoid. And uh, she she's she's got like a pretty intricately made seaweed wrap on and um yeah she's uh she's a hammerhead shark so we are we are deep underwater with the the merfolk right now and uh holland's tribe has had has come on to some hard times as of late now merfolk in uh the world of brute force uh have a pretty short lifespan uh and pretty short memories So the course of a handful of weeks really feels like the entirety of your life for some of these for some of these creatures. And a couple of years is akin to like ancient history for them. So um, life moves pretty fast down here under the ocean. Don't stop to slow down. Um, You won't miss it. Sure enough. And (laughs) I 
can't place the I can't First place the reference the... right now, John. That's the one. Uh, so, uh, so Holland has has lived at a troubling time because uh, her people are beset with all types of turmoil. Uh, most notably is is that uh, there is this new form of pollution in in uh, the area that she lives, and she lives uh, in. Not exactly the palatial undersea castles that you would imagine from such Disney films as uh, The Little Mermaid. Uh, but she lives in something called uh, the Spectral Seamount, which is this big uh, underwater mountainous structure made from uh, volcanic rock. And uh, all of her people kind of live in this area and tend to the algae and uh, the coral and... Uh, as of late, there's been a little bit of added pollution in the area, and this has happened a few times. But recently, there was this kind of battle that went on uh, between uh, these vessels up above on the surface of the water. And one of the vessels sunk, and it was full of this icky stuff that kind of leaked out in the area, and it's caused all types of problems. So uh, uh, Holland's people have decided it is time to to strike back. They will they will sit idly by no more. They have they have dealt with this trouble and this turmoil for days and days, and it is finally time for her people to fight back. So Holland is going to find some help for this. Um. So there's a there's a, outside of her city, you know, just kind of on the outskirts. There is a. Though it may not look like it to most, what they would consider a, uh, um, not a church, but something akin to it. And it actually looks like um, sand that has been blown against, you know, a smaller rock at the beginning, but then it got taller and taller and taller and they, they hollowed it out. And on the inside, there's, it's covered in um, uh, like driftwood and they have, they have, um, you know, a little prayer circle in the middle that that people of merfolk uh, variety would find comfortable. And uh, so she goes to the the chapel of her god and, um, you know, goes in there and um, and uh, sits in front of the shrine. And there's all these offerings around. Um, you know, a lot of it is is stuff maybe pilfered from the the ships above when in the big battle. Um, you know, rotten fruit, which you know they don't really get down here, is is something that they value highly. Uh, and and there's a bunch of that sitting around. And she she goes in front of this this altar and kind of takes a deep breath and then has to tilt her head to the side because she can't actually see anything directly in front of her because of her the eye set. So kind of tilts her head to the right and it's like, <clears throat> uh, Dear all-powerful Ajaz, uh, please hear me. Uh, we, we, got, we got to do something about those those bastard pirates that have been polluting our water and we can't actually figure out a solution to this you know it's, it's taking us days and days my birthday's almost come and gone and uh uh you know i think we need a little bit of divine intervention here uh so if you would be so kind uh can you, can you help us out with these bastards <laughs> I was not prepared for that, place, Carly. <laughs> I knew what you—I knew what you were gonna do, but I still was not prepared I'm sorry. for it. All right, so uh, I, uh, you know the the like the walls of this uh, of this little uh, temple that you that you your people have built just expand outward and keep expanding outward, and the ceiling expands and expands away from you. It feels like you're falling into uh, smaller and smaller, smaller. In, in this room and then suddenly um kind of as as it kind of pitches out of your sight to the you know, there's no light in here anyway you know you're under the water um and as you know the darkness kind of envelops all corners of the walls of this room uh, uh a vision kind of descends and it's the uh, the face of uh a jazz who you know uh quite well because you have you're, you know, you're, you're one of the, the more spiritually natured of your people, and you have had a chance to commune uh, with your God uh, at, in times past. So uh, a jazz appears before you, and he says, What is it that you had suggested? 
What would you like to do for these people? <laughs> Sorry, I gotta catch my breath. Every time you do that, it's shocking. Uh, right, uh, well, uh, maybe you could send us some help? It doesn't seem like we're, uh, you know, enough to take on these guys and, and maybe get rid of them. Uh, is there anyone that you know that you could bring on board that maybe is, um, you know, stout, good fighter? Has really good ideas. I mean, we could really use that down here. Hmm. And he brings his... All you see is his face, but it, it gets closer and closer to you until he is eye level with you. And he is he looks at he looks you over and he says, where did you get that? And he points uh, with his eyes, basically looking directly at this little piece of coral that you've found. And you've met you fashioned a little necklace out of it. And it is uh, perfectly polished and, and has no pores. It is, it is the most beautiful and pristine piece of coral that you have ever found. And you found it when you were kind of out on the uh, border waters at the edge of, of your, your people's territory. He says, where did you find that? Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I found it when we were out scavenging the other day, me and uh, Leslie. Let me tell you about Leslie. Man, that girl, she... Okay, uh, sorry. I guess maybe I'm getting off track. Uh, I, I found it when I was scavenging over on the on the edges of the you know the borders of our 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 lands, our seas. Hmm. Well, if you wish to strike against the pirates, they have a stronghold, but it is on land, a place where your people could go if properly protected, but a place. Where you would need a guide. Wait. I know just the person for this. We're, we're, we're going up there? Well, you simply cannot wait for them to come to you. I mean, I, I'll take whatever help I can, I can get here. Well, that thing around your neck yeah, may yeah, yeah. be I just I know what the, we need. I know, the, I know the procedure, and she says, and she un, undoes the necklace and... Hands it over. Place it on the altar. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And she puts it down. And then I must say the magic phrase. Get over here. <laughs> we cut away. Uh, we are at. Uh, uh, we, are, we are at the, the camp of Amethyr. And what is uh, what's Morton Lola doing? Um, maybe pouring over the map, trying to find, you know, the best place where Eli might be. Yeah. I mean, we, we know he's at the, the Temple of the Oak Spire. Right. So to, planning, uh, maybe we, we got a, a map that was a, like a closer view of the Oak Spire and yeah, plan we're trying attack to, routes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, and you guys know, um... There are you guys. I mean, you guys have access to 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 wither glasses and there are locations on this map that have let show like areas that you could teleport that are none of them are in the Oaken Spire, but all of them are like around the Oaken Spire to the point where like you could kind of figure out where you're going to infiltrate from and try to plan out maybe extraction routes and things like that. Yeah. All right. So you guys are in the process of, of doing that. So so play that out. Um, so if we come in from the left here, I, I don't know, we've never really been great at sneaking before. That's true, but, um, I mean, do we really need to sneak with a, a essentially an army behind us? An army? Well, I mean, it's not that big of an army. Well, you said I, I that it can only bring not, a certain but... amount of people. Uh, I just don't want him running away, and then we're gonna have to chase him down. And I, mean, I, I think that maybe the classic pincer movement may be what we want here: uh, attack from the right. left and right, and maybe send a small contingent at the front to keep them pinned in, so, so they can't movement. get away. She nods, and you can tell she doesn't know what you're talking about. It, it, it's when you you sandwich them. The sandwich movement. <gasps> oh, okay. why didn't you just say the sandwich movement? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, uh, we just sandwiched them in there, and uh, they won't have anywhere to run. Oh, well, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, uh, as you're talking, as you're talking with Mort, like you notice, just uh, for a split second, there's like uh, almost like static in his, in the glowing of his eyes that like he just kind of 
blinks out real quick and then blinks back in. It's just like it's sudden and quick, but it's something that you've never seen him do before. More? Yes. Are, are, are you okay? Yeah, perfectly fine. Why? Something wrong? Yeah, your eyes just did this blinky thing. I, I've never seen them do that uh, before. I mean, I haven't blinked for a long time, but not since I lost my eyelids, at least. Well, yeah, that's why it concerned me. Uh, Mort's foot falls off. Uh, Mort! Oh my! What, <laughs> what, uh, what, what's going on? She picks it up and she's like waving it in front of his face. Um, can I have that back, please? Sure, sure. Rufus comes um, and takes it in his mouth and runs away. <laughs> Rufus, Rufus, come back here. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll get, I'll get that. We she says she goes this. running after Rufus. Oh, oh, bye, Rufus. It's okay. I got in. Uh, as you come back in, uh, you can tell like his eyes are kind of. It, it's it's happening not like. As as often as you blink, his eyes are starting to flicker in and out, and it seems like every time it does, like just like a little piece of him kind of falls off, like a like a finger falls off, or a toe disconnects, or a hip bone kind so, of like slides out of place. Uh, Morty, you can't afford to lose any more digits. Very wrong here. Uh, what? Uh, uh, oh, you oh, let, me, let, let me go grab one get, of the tieflings. Tiefling? <laughs> she I'm, she I'm not bolts sure towards on. the tiefling camp. All right, well, more as you're kind of sitting there freaking out, all of a sudden uh, your eyes blink out and uh, the entirety of your body just disassembles and falls on uh, the floor of the tent. Oh. Uh, and you immediately are taken uh, somewhere else, somewhere uh, very dark and very wet and uh, like, very Like how wet? As, as in like completely surrounded with water wet? That's exactly how wet. That's pretty wet. Exactly that much wet. You can't yeah, get much as wetter. Wet as, you can, no, no. It's about as wet as possible. Uh, hello? Can I speak? Uh, you can speak. Uh, and... What? Uh, Holland, what you what see is... What is this bag of bones over here? It, and it looks... I mean, it looks, it looks skeleton-ish, but it is, like, spectral. And it's not... It doesn't really have a corporal form. Uh, uh, what is so, going on here? So you see this humanoid hammerhead shark kind of tilted to the right with this one big eye looking right at you. <laughs> uh, uh, hello there. Uh, uh, listen, I don't want to sound like I'm ungrateful here, but um, I, I was expecting maybe something with a little more meat on it. Uh, oh, well, uh. Meat we cannot do, but I can restore him as good as he was. And you hear a massive explosion from outside somewhere uh, and a whoosh sound like something shooting through the water super fast. And into the temple flies um, all of these little assorted pieces of coral that begin falling into place. Uh, in, in the same kind of placement as the spectral skeleton. <clears throat> and the next thing you see, you see this uh, spectral skeleton that is entirely made out of coral. Huh. Well, I mean... Someone might tell me what's going... Hang on. Is that my toe? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, that is your toe. We only need it for a little while longer. Uh, the jazz? Is that you? Yes, I have called on you to repay your debt. My debt? Oh. At least part of it. The, the two days of my life. This. Yes. Oh, damn, this is oh. only going to take two days? That is, what's going to take two days? What What's going on? Well, I gotta, I gotta tell the others here, and she, she kind of swims her way out. Uh, a jazz? What what am I doing here? I mean, other than you calling in my debt, but for what reason? The people here, they need assistance. They are planning an attack that will happen on land. They have never been on land. I can protect them, or at least allow them to breathe without water. 
I can give some of them the ability to walk on land. But they will need guidance. And that is what you will bring. And if you do this, I will return your toe to you. Well, I mean, I would rather like my toe back. Uh, people keep making fun of me for having nine digits. Uh, it's Additionally, be down, to be honest. random fish people can summon you away at any time, presuming they have this toe in part of your body, you know. Oh, I, I certainly don't want that. So, uh, where exactly are we? Uh, we are at the Spectral Sea Mount, which is a vast volcanic mountain underneath the sea, close to where we first met. Okay, okay. and where where do they need to go to? Is it... Have I been to this place? Can I guide I them? I do not believe... I do not believe that you have been passed, though you may have in your former life. I do not know. So, why why are they attacking these people? You should perhaps ask them. I believe I have done my duties for today. Uh, okay, so, um... Yeah, an, enti- an entire body of coral, she says, coming back in with <laughs> some more fish people behind her. Look at this guy. Look at him. Holy jeez. Oh my, that guy looks crazy. He's a jet, he's, he's a gosh dang. Uh, I look crazy. I'm, I'm really not, I'm not finding this accent, Carly. <laughs> you don't have to do the same. I feel like it's I do, like it's a cultural thing. <laughs> it's, it's, the A's are A-W's. All right. Oh, golly. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. I will. I will find it at okay. some point, but it's not going right now. <laughs> uh, so, I just have to help you. I can go home again. Is is that the deal here? Well, well. I mean, I I don't know. I I don't know what kind of deal you struck up with the uh, jaws there. Jaws. A jaws, jaws. Where? Oh, uh, oh, jaws. A jaws. A, a jaws. Yeah. What? Can you? Can you? Did he not make you some coral ears? <laughs> oh, so, jaws. Um, well, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. My my name's Mort. Oh, hey, uh, I'm it's, uh, uh, as you can see, I'm a skeleton, sort of. Well, I mean, you're not. You're you're kind of a coral man. You're not. You're not really a skeleton. I were you a skeleton before? I I was a skeleton. I'm sort of skeletal-like at the moment. Oh well, uh, um, we are we're not we're merfolk. But, but uh, my name my name is Mort though. Don't call me Carl. Co- Carl. Co- 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 coral. 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 <laughs> Man, he really needs to look on your ears there. Uh, uh, who who are you exactly? Oh, m- name's Holland. 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 Man, this is going to be a long two days. <laughs> <laughs> so, Holland. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what what do you need me to do exactly? Oh well, uh, you know these two ships above the the they're jerky. Fighting up there has has dumped pollutants down into the sea here, and uh, it's kind of really jacked up our, our whole game here. So uh, we we're gonna go and uh, take them out. I mean, that's the plan, and uh, maybe that'll deter anywhere anyone else from trying to to fight in the seas. So I will I will interject here and gives you uh, a little bit more information that that Holland would have. Um, so there, there was this, uh, there was this battle between ships up above. Uh, one of the ships sunk, um, and, and notably sunk in an area that is, uh, basically sacred to, uh, Holland's tribe, which is a place called the reef of the stars. And it is, uh, one of their, uh, one of their coral nurseries. And it has this, um, amazing glowing iridescent uh coral 
uh, and it is kind of the most beautiful place that uh, that they that they'd love to go. And it, and it's, it it's, really jacked up on makeout point over there. Exactly the problem. Um, and it has been leaking this uh, vile, nasty black liquid uh, out of the uh, the crashed vessel. Um, and so, you know, they don't really have a solid plan. They've not uh, they've not come up with uh, come up with a great uh, solution to this problem right now. Uh, but they do know that they are going to have to figure out where the heck these guys are. They're somewhere landward. They know that much. But, you know, it's kind of like they don't really understand how big land is. So they just kind of assume, hey, you just keep going that way until it gets shallower and shallower. And then when you come up, that's where the people are that are up above. So they just don't really kind of get the difficulties they're going to have with with tracking this down. Um, but I mean, you do also have this this crash site, which might presumably have information as to to where this stuff all comes from. You know, like and hey, crash we were, site. You mean the the like sunken wreck, the sunken vessel? I mean, yeah. I mean, a god here sent you over. So uh, I mean, we're kind of following your lead here. Uh, a jazz is your god. Yeah. Oh, interesting. He's, why, uh, is, why is that? He's a god. He's a god to everyone. I didn't I didn't realize he, he was Not a god. Not just us. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize. I, I apologize. Uh, I, I, we have many gods uh, up on, on land. Um, you have one god up on land. Okay. We have... I mean, <laughs> we, we have one god up on land. It's uh, the hyena. He's, he's not a good... He's not god. a good guy. Is it the hyena god? <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. Well, I I couldn't even tell you what a hyena is here. Uh, it's it's like a. Uh, do you know what a dog is? What the hell is a dog? It's like a furry shark with legs. What? What the? What's furry? Never mind. That's that's uh, <laughs> beside the point. Um, so your plan is to track these people down and kill them. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it will send a message. Okay, make make him sleep with the fishies, as it were. That's not funny. I I, I do apologize. It's uh, when when I'm uh, nervous and confused, uh, sometimes. Uh, you comes gotta out watch as, what we say. We're a sensitive folk. I I, I apologize. So, um, where where do we start looking then? Oh well, there's a uh, bunch of stuff floated down from from the surface. Uh, we can try over there. Maybe there's, I mean, I'm not quite sure what I'm looking for, but maybe you will. Okay, lead on. Let's uh, see what we got. Right, come on, guys, let's go. There's like, oh yeah, we're we're all not talking over here because we still don't know how it works. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> quite figured it out. And figured out the lingo yet? Yeah, yeah. You gotta get a brain in your head, and she uh, starts swimming away. <laughs> uh, and all of her friends look are, are not. They're all not all hammerheads. There's like some of this looks really spiny and um, kind of brownish, and there's but there's also like brightly colored, really garish looking skinned people with fins and so like a pufferfish one. And if you get startled, yep. you just go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. That was that was that that was Plan B for uh-huh. Carly. If you <laughs> I really had to want to decide know. between a hammerhead and a bobberfish. Uh, so I swim after. I see I can swim pretty well. <laughs> All the I, practice I'm, that I'm, you had. I'm made of coral. That's uh, <laughs> spent a lot of time fairly water. Buoyant, sure. You actually start lagging Uh, way far behind, and they kind of turn around and (laughs) and hoof you on someone's back. It's like it's like you never swam before. uh, I'm not too aerodynamic in uh, my current form. You should see me up on land, though. I can swim like the wind (laughs) up on land. Oh man, looking forward to that. All right, so you guys approach the uh, the reef of the stars. And more, it is, it is pretty, it's pretty beautiful. This is like a super awesome makeout point. Like if you were to have a culture that needed a solid makeout point, it's probably be top five. Definitely. I say uh, this but, place is spectacular. 
Yeah, we like it. Uh, it is quite noticeable that there is a there's a big ass gross looking uh vessel and it's like it's like it's like a motley ship it's like if you imagine uh a ship that has been hammered together out of like three or four other ships that's what this thing is part of it is is steel part of it is wood part of it is just other types of wood i can't think of another thing to make boats out of and so uh yeah it is uh it is a it is just the motliest looking vessel that you've ever seen uh with uh this like steady stream of what is what is quite obviously oil like pouring out of it yeah, so you can see the problem it's a real eyesore it really puts you out of the mood i say this uh <laughs> this i can see the problem yes uh it's definitely a mood killer um but I mean, you can't get the goyles to cuddle. You, you can't. You, guys. you can't get the goyles to cuddle around here. You get <laughs> no, a cuddle we need fish. a certain amount of ambiance. No. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to be coy. Oh, human, your <laughs> jokes. Oh God. Um. <laughs> God so, damn it. Uh, so, so she, have she you takes tried you to, towards to, like some of the wreckage. Have you tried to plug up this leak at all? Oh, we tried. This stuff is noxious, though. We don't want to get close to it. Okay, let's uh, uh, swim inside if, if we can and, and see if we can find anything to, to give us a clue as to uh, where these fellas may be from or going to. Yeah, so as you guys kind of go around to the other side of the of the vessel... Uh, most of the the oil is kind of leaking out of uh, the starboard side of this thing. So if you guys kind of try to approach from the port side, you can find a way in. Um, and when you get in here, it's it's really I mean, granted, it's a shipwreck. So you weren't expecting it to look nice inside, like everything kind of put away in order. But it's like imagine if a house from hoarders was a boat and then that boat wrecked like they have just way too much crap just piled up all over the place and most of it is barrels with uh skulls and crossbones on it or uh letters like tnt things of that nature uh was it who's it's and what's it's a plenty who's it's what's it's whatchamacallit's thingamabobs you name it is there any kind of like chest around anywhere? Sure. Well, I want to open the chest and see if there's anything interesting inside. All right. So as you're kind of like filling around down here, you find like one room kind of off to the side that looks like kind of a captain's quarters type thing. You go in there and it's just filled to the brim with just junk as well. Uh, but there is like a little chest towards the back. And as you open it up, you just find like a bunch of little they look like little cannonballs, uh, but they have like string poking out of the top of them. Right. That's it. Just a bunch like a, like a little chest full of cannonballs right. with strings little poking out of the top bombs. of them. Like little, like little cartoon bombs. Exactly. Like little fuses poking out of the top of them. OK, well, uh. Holland, uh, perhaps you can take a few of these. These may prove handy later on. Oh, uh, sure. What uh, are they? They uh, will cause large explosions with any luck, assuming that... I got no idea what an explosion is, but sure. <laughs> she just, starts distributing them. Just, uh, I was going to say don't set them on fire, but I suppose you don't know what fire is either, do you? What the hell is fire? Um, ne never mind, just... <laughs> Just keep these secure. Uh, they'll be handy later on. Yeah, yeah, sure. No problem. Hey, he got, he got two of them. I only got one. Hey, come on now. He's being shellfish over here. Oh, God. <laughs> Thinks he's funny. Um, is there, like, right. uh, any charts or anything? I, mean, I suppose they'll be wet, but they might be okay if we don't touch them, sort of thing. Uh, no, no charts. No maps. Um, as you kind of look around there, there's 
really, really not a whole lot of uh, organization or planning involved in this. Um, you do happen to find as you're kind of like going over this thing, as you get kind of back closer to the area where this leak is coming from, uh, you're about as close to where you want it, where to where you want to be to it as as, uh, you know, before you start getting into the the uh, oil pool that's kind of uh, globbing around in here. Uh, and you find what is uh, probably the brig of this uh, vessel. And in the brig is a floating body. And uh, that body is grayish green. And more, you would recognize it as a goblin. Ah. Now, uh, Harlan, you, you see this fellow here? Uh, this, yeah? This is what we call a, a goblin. They're, uh, they're normally quite little nasty little fellas and well, well, they, yeah I, I, I mean I've, I've they've already ruined everything down here i've known a few that that aren't too bad but uh generally they're 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 a little rude a little uh rambunctious and Great, cause so, quite a few problems uh, you know where to find them then is that what you're saying uh so i roll to see if i know how to find them no, because that would fuck us over if you didn't. Uh, no, Mort does know of a band of goblins that operated kind of on the south, uh, the southwest edge of of Dinderest, kind of where Dinderest and Murkheim, uh, or sorry, Dinderest and Gravemire, kind of down along that border region. And they're constantly getting pushed over that border from one side or the other by the two kingdoms because kind of nobody wants them on their side of the border. And uh, this guy does have uh, kind of the markings of that tribe on his uh, on his little patchwork leather uniform. And so you're thinking maybe it's those guys. And if that's true and based upon where you were when you met a jazz, uh, if you guys kind of head straight north, you should be about at that border region where you might be able to find some of these guys. Yes, I, I think I know where, where these guys may be uh, from. Oh, that um, a, a Jaws. He's a, he's a, he's a good, good god. Good god. Uh, yes, uh, it's not too far. Um, you want to gather your troops, as it were? Sure, but how, I mean, we can't go up there. I, I thought Jaws said that he was going to help you out in, in that regard. Uh, boy, uh. I, I mean, Adam, did he give us anything or? Uh, well, he didn't he isn't giving you guys anything yet. But the the presumption is, is that uh, I don't was was Holland not or Helen was was Holland not in there when uh, he said that he could. No, she'd gone to get people to come and stare at me. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. OK, so as you guys kind of figure this stuff out, conveniently enough, Dea ex Dea, uh, a chat shows up. So you have a plan? Uh, I, I believe so. I think I know where, where these fellas are, are from. Um, we just need to get these lovely, uh, what, what should I call you? Fish people? We're, 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 I mean, that, that's a very, that's a simplification of what we are. We are, well, merfolk. Merfolk. Okay, I I can go with that. We just need to get these merfolk up onto land. That should not be a problem. I can cast a spell over many of you, give you the ability to breathe out of water. Oh boy, we're going on land, boys! And she starts. <laughs> they all start tussling with each other. <laughs> <laughs> but I would warn you. A battle against any enemy on land might not be in your best interest. Uh, you know, what'll happen and what'll happen? I mean, my lifespan is what? You know, 40 days? I I've lived a good, oh I've lived a good 27 now, so I'm ready. Very well. And I mean, we we may not have to fight them. We may find a, another solution once we get up there. But we can't do anything until we are up there. So let let's go. I suppose.
then I wish you well. And he vanishes. But just and uh, you f- you feel it. You feel a bit of a a, a tinge of. Uh, uh, it's almost a little painful, like along your gills for just a split second. And then it kind of feels like tingly. And oh, boy, uh, I think it's working. Yeah. So, I mean, like everything's still kind of the same, but I mean, you could try to surface up and see if you could breathe up. Oh, there. yeah. She just goes straight up. All right. Well, I mean, that takes a while because you're pretty far in the yep. water. But you get up there and you pop your head uh, into the air. And sure enough, like you get it, you catch like a real big gulp of air. And you're like, you're breathing air. Ugh, this tastes disgusting. <laughs> oh, my, oh, boy. And she, she makes, is there, are we anywhere near the shore? Oh, you are, you are not super close to the shore. I mean, you could see the shore from where you're at, but you are not, uh, yeah, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna take you guys a little while to swim over She there. immediately starts swimming towards the shore. Like going, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> hold up, hold up, wait, wait. Do you have some kinds of undersea chariots or something drawn by little seahorses or something? What? Some seahorses are. Mode of we travel? eat those. We, that's an appetizer. What? What are you, what are you even talking about? Um, in, in that case, would you you mind helping me along? I can't swim quite as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah. Come on, boys, help them out. All right, we'll play. We'll, we'll pick this guy up. That's no problem. We got him. And, and they all uh, go to the shore. Then, uh, we come, start heading. A guy, yeah, a guy, a, yeah. A dude like swims up on each side of you and kind of gives you. It, it's like uh, it's like swimming with dolphins, you know. A couple of guys <laughs> that just have the fins on the back. Are, you just kind of hook a coral arm over each one of them and just zip on back towards the shore. Uh, yeah, but before. Before too awful long, you guys make it make it to uh, a beach, and uh, more by your estimations, you're probably pretty darn close to the border of Gravemire and Denderast. You're not super far off from where you split off to um, to to lose um, Rolo de Polo, basically. Right. Like when you guys split off to get to cut across the sea and to me and you ended up meeting up with the jazz. Okay, uh Holland, fellas, uh we're going up on land now. It's probably gonna be quite a strange sensation for you, but uh don't worry, just uh take your time. Get your sea legs as it as it were. You'll get your land legs. And uh let, let's let's go. Uh, as you're kind of storming up onto the onto the beach, go ahead and Mort roll me a perception and intelligence or wits plus perception. As you do that, the the whole Merfolk crew is is like slowly getting on the rocks on that and going, ew, oh, ugh, it feels oh god, it feels are, gross. You guys are, you're, got, you're having a super hard time with the gravity right now, still <laughs> like just dealing with gravity in general, and the difference there is. <laughs> kind of a what? it's kind of tough what is this what is this even <laughs> two successes all right uh so as as they're like kind of slow going up out of the water like they're having a kind of a hard time with this uh you have a second to just kind of take a look around and you see uh probably about a mile and a half down the beach uh towards the uh towards the dinderast side so kind of back towards towards dinderast i guess it would be uh, to the to the west from you, uh, you can see a pretty decent sized ship. Is it another sort of knock together ship? No, that one looks pretty nice. And uh, if you want to try to get a closer look at it uh, from here, I don't know if you necessarily could get too much more off of that. Especially, I guess you only got two successes. Um, yeah, you get, you're going to have to get closer to get much like, more out of it. Like, uh, landed, like, docked or something. It seems to be kind of, uh, or I mean, it's, it's, it seems to, to be shore. stopped. If this ship yeah. is yeah. familiar, yeah. I'm going to slap you. <laughs> okay, is there any, like, cover between here and the ship? Uh, not really. Um, I mean, it's, it's still a decent distance away, but, I mean, you, you've got a pretty wide shoreline that leads up to, um, kind of a thicker... 
uh, forested area. Uh, so you could, I mean, you could go up to the trees. It'd be harder getting through, especially with these fish people that have pretty soft feet. Like, I, I, I don't know how well they would do with that whole process. Uh, staying along the sand, uh, you could probably be all right, but you'd be pretty visible. That's, I mean, you uh, could travel still through the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, fellas. Uh, let's get back into the water. Get a bit close to the ship. I want to check it out. Oh, thank a Jaws. This is awful. <laughs> they say go back in the water. <laughs> All right. So as you guys go back in the water, you're heading back over towards the area of that ship, basically. Yeah. All right. Well. Mort's keeping a close eye on it because he wants to just make sure there's not any movement going on up there, trying to keep an eye out for, uh, you know, for any of these pirates or anything that might be moving around on the vessel still. Uh, and it seems to be dead quiet. Like there doesn't really seem to be anybody on that vessel right now. Um, and as you get closer and closer to it, uh, sure enough, you recognize uh, the flag on this vessel. Uh, and more, this is Rolo de Polo's ship. I fucking knew yeah. it. <laughs> this is an interesting turn of events. Uh, we may actually be able to convince this chap to help us out. What? Well, uh, I mean, th- who this is fellow, he? This is a uh, fellow called Rolo de Polo. He's a, a famed monster hunter, and uh, goblins are considered by a lot of people to be monsters. Oh, well, um, yeah, that's a stroke I of mean, luck. I, I, I'm sort of considered to be a bit of a monster myself, but with sort yeah, of nah, on good right. terms. And I'm not entirely sure what he's going to think of you fellows, but uh, I think we could maybe strike up some kind of bargain. Oh, well, I'm going to leave that to you. We, we're, we're, not, we're not bargainers. We like action. Okay, you uh, as, as you're as you're sitting there, kind of having this discussion in the water, uh, Mort. For the first time, you do see a little bit of movement up on the ship itself, uh, and it is uh, somebody is climbing up the main mast and uh, heading up towards the crow's nest, and is crawling up this thing in a way that is very not human. Uh, and and you see the flag. That uh, is at the top of the mast, Rolo de Polo's flag, uh, get unclipped and fly away into the ocean breeze and a uh, skull and crossbones. And it is the skull of a, uh, a goblinoid skull is raised uh, on this ship. Now, this is, a, this is a part of the story that few people have ever heard. The time that Rolo de Polo was besieged by goblin pirates, taken prisoner, and, um, you know, other, other such tragedies. Well, you know, luckily the brute force was there, or at least Mort. And, um, you know, he may be in coral skeletal form at the time, but, I mean, it was basically just as good. In fact, coral can be exceptionally sharp if you think about it. It's, um, you know, you put your foot on the wrong place, it's as sharp as glass. Um, so, you know, he maybe has an a, a f- advantage in the fighting, you know, maybe he could use coral claws to slice at the goblins' faces. Or, you know, maybe, maybe they're reasonable goblins, you know. It's not outside the realm of possibility. I've met many a goblin that is a, a delightful person. I mean, a little bit impish in nature, certainly. And that's not a, a, that's not a denigrating statement about imps in general, but just, a, a, you know, using it as an adjective. You know, they're a little bit, um, well, they can be silly at times, um, but there's, there's seriousness in their hearts if you look for it. Um, so, you know, hey, maybe these are good guy goblins. Maybe, maybe they're just uh, borrowing old Rolo de Polo's ship. And uh, maybe, you know, none of that's true. And of course you don't need to know that none of that's true. You know, when have you ever heard a story where goblin pirates just show up and it's a good thing? That does not happen. It never happens. It didn't happen then. It doesn't happen now. So, But I still have much to tell of this part of the story and uh, no more time to tell it today. So do come back next time. We will continue uh, to talk a little bit more about Holland and her people and uh, how Mort... Um, you know, really tried his best to make that make-out point, you know, A-OK again. You know, it's an, it was an important cultural place for their people, you know. They didn't really have a lot of places that, you know, they could get a good romantic vibe going. You know, it's, it's always wet underneath the ocean. You can barely hear anyone when they try to talk to you, so that really impedes the romance factor. 
Um, everything's sandy, but it's like a mucky sand. There's algae everywhere sticking to you. Uh, it's impossible to get a good haircut. So when you consider all of that, Mort was really doing good work here. You know, it was very important what he was doing. So um, please join us next time here at the Gilded Ram, Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your Minotaur bartenders, and I will see you next time. potatoes didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of brute force well then check out these other geekly ink shows including drunks and dragons casts of thrones cthulhu and friends transformation sequence podcast and you're a wizardary you can also head over to bruteforcepodcast.com to read character journals or follow the party on our map of eora if you've liked what you've heard so far then please consider donating to our patreon campaign at patreon.com slash brute force so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy also don't forget to make your way over to itunes to leave us a five-star rating and review reviews are like shiny things and that makes lola happy new episodes come out every other tuesday so go subscribe grab your gear and get ready to go adventuring with brute force You, you don't know this, but I have actually been uh, working for a long time uh, to try to secure the, the only, I feel, the only sponsorship that we need. And that is with Brute Cologne. And I figure <laughs> if we can secure sponsorship with Brute Cologne and then we'll just change the name from Brute Force with an E on Brute to just B-R-U-T. With you. Right. <laughs> and we'll talk a lot about and we'll talk a lot about how great everybody smells all the time. Well, I, I, um, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And uh I I think it like I, I've talked to I I I've not talked to them, okay, to be fair. I've sent them many emails <laughs> about how I feel like our visions dovetail so nicely. And um I've not heard back yet, uh-huh, but uh-huh. I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic.